Welcome into the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are raising the standard on what it means to be a man of God. My name is Jarrett Samuels. I am the creator and the host of the Pursuit of Manliness. Men, thank you for taking the time to listen to today's show. Before we begin, I want to thank you all for going to iTunes and leaving reviews. I want to thank Gregovich, who said, if you want to be a better man of God, this podcast will inspire you. The host has a genuine desire to see men succeed. Gregovich, thank you, brother, for doing that. I know it takes a little time to leave a review, but every time you leave a review, it communicates to iTunes and to other men that there's a conversation taking place here that needs our attention. So I want to thank you guys for doing that. We really do desire to build better men together, and I hope that what we're going to talk about today directly benefits you as a man. If you're married, I I hope and pray that it strengthens your marriage and it will give you a more uh, detailed focus as a parent. So let's get right into this. Many of you this time of year and maybe got back into your Bible reading plan. If you're listening to this podcast, we're already after the first of the year, but we're not too far into this month uh, of January yet uh, at the time of recording. So all Bible plans, it seemed like, take you directly back to Genesis 1. I think that's a great place to start. There's a beginning there, and that's where it all begins. That's where we get the foundation of the Word of God. The tension can be, though, if we're not careful, we will read the Genesis account, the days of creation, all the things that happened within those seven-day periods of time, and kind of read it as uh, someone who has, has eyes that are glazed over. Maybe you have heard the days of creation account, the uh, the creation account so many times that you can recite it. Maybe you haven't memorized, maybe since you've been a child, you've gone to church and you continually hear, you know, the teachers talk about it. There was a coloring page every year. Uh, we get it. There was creation, you know, and, and let's move on. Let's get to uh, chapter two, chapter three. That's where the story really takes place. But what I want to do today is I want to unpack that the order of creation actually reveals the priority of creation. God's order of events shows us that order reveals priority, not only in creation, but also in our own life. So let's get into this. Let's see how we can implement the order we see in creation to the order we have in our own life and bring priority to that which is most important in our life. Many, many people, and and if this is you, God bless you, uh, this time of year set resolutions or goals or they always seem to come with, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to be more focused or I want to accomplish more. Uh, we have these lofty ideas, but we're not always sure how we're going to accomplish them. And what I want to do is give you uh, some questions to think through today. I want to, I want to give you uh, five questions that I want you to think through when it comes to the order and priority in your life. Man, I've met with, I've talked with, I've encountered so many guys, and listen, I've sat on this side of the table as well, who will tell somebody, I'm just so busy. I'm just, I, I have no wiggle room in my day, and, and, and that may be true. And we're going to get into that in a minute, but let's, let's unpack these questions. Question number one, are the most important things coming first in your life? In the creation account, God speaks light into existence first and right off the bat. There is nothing more powerful to overcome darkness, literally or figuratively, than light. But what if God created humans first? Like, where do we go? Are we, are we floating in air? Are we standing on anything? 
Is there just this random platform? Can you imagine what that would be like if God said, let's start with humanity right away before we create anything else? It wouldn't make any sense. Before anything of physical substance, God speaks the most important things into life first. So when you think about your life, what is the light of your life? Well, the light of my life is Jesus. Right, right. But what is the most important thing in your life, literally, that you must speak into existence. Let me give you an example. If you are having marriage problems and you desire to fight for the heart of your marriage and you're like, man, I, I want to make this work, then that will become your light. Okay. That's, that's the most important focus maybe in that season of life or say, man, we really drifted apart. We haven't connected the way that we should. What needs to be spoken into existence or realized? I've been a really absent father. Okay, maybe that's your light right now. I need to make sure that it gets the priority when it comes to the order of events in my life. It might be to revisit your vows. Maybe to sit down with your kids and apologize. It might be a hard conversation with your boss or your employees. Listen, we're going to meet less or you know, I can't work all these extra hours. I, I don't know what it is for you. It's going to be different for every guy. But when you sit things in their proper order, as God does in creation, you also reveal what is the top priority in your life. You know, Many people would say, Jesus, Jesus is the most important thing in my life. But you talk to people and they say, man, my prayer life is terrible. I don't, I don't spend any time in the word. You know, I, I struggle with these area of, these areas of sin. I keep, well, then Jesus isn't the top priority in your life. When you speak into, when God spoke these things into existence, he gave them the priority that was needed for each thing that he spoke into existence. Question number two, what season are we in right now? When you look at your life through the lens of things in order, what season are you in? If you have small children, you're in the small children's season. If you're doing potty training, okay, that's going to be a little more challenging than somebody who is an empty nester or someone who might be divorced. So what season of life are you in right now? Are you in a season where you live with snack food and Gatorade bottles in your vehicle at all times because your kids are in sports? This might not be the time then to join a gym and I'm going to lose 15 pounds in the next two months. You may not have the bandwidth in your schedule to accomplish this. So what season are you in? Are you in a season where work is going to require a lot more of you? Then you better get your head on a swivel when you walk into your door of your house and put a smile on your face when you walk in because your wife and children have been carrying extra burdens because work is requiring more of you. What season are you in? Can you verbalize that out loud? My wife and I will do this periodically. We are in this season, but we also know on this date or at on this weekend, this season is going to come to a close. Let me give you an example. When we were in soccer season, okay, all three of my kids play soccer. My wife and I coached a team. We were, we literally had a practice Every night of the week. I do not recommend that. We did not pick that, uh, but we decided for that season we were going to endure that. That was a, like a two month window. We will, we will do this. Okay. So backpacks stayed by the door. Shin guards were always in the backpack. Balls were in the, the backpack. Shoes were in the back. I mean, 
I was like a police person. If I saw any piece of soccerness uh, around the house, hey, get this in your backpack. Water bottles were placed on the counter, uh, so they were always ready to go. We left them out. We had purchased different I- bottles of water, Gatorade, snack food that you can you know, put in their bag or put in your car or whatever as you get there. We had camping chairs that were in both cars all the time. When that season was over, they all go back to their rightful place. Why? Because we are now entering a new season of life. That season's over, put it to bed, it's done, have a funeral for it, I could care less, but move on, okay? We're not going to keep living that season. Some people live in this season of of constantly on the go, on the go, on the go. You cannot help in a healthy way sustain that. When your kids move out of the house, you're going to look at each other and say, now what? We, we, we barely know each other because we've been texting each other who took what kid to what event, and then we land at home at 8.30. And I think sometimes we do that because we, we have these weird regrets of maybe when we were a kid or what we wish we'd had, or we think, boy, they only get to be kids once. We want them in these activities. We want them to have friends. We want them to Sometimes kids just need to be around their parents. And I think as parents, sometimes we're intimidated to try to fill that time with ourselves. Like we have to come up with creative ideas of how to be a parent. So what season are you in right now? When you think of the creation account, God spoke things into seasons into, into the in order so that they would bless the next thing. Number three, how does my day, week, and month look? Are you able, are you organized enough to take a look at your week and say, this is what my week looks like? If I were to sit across the table from you and say, tell me what next Thursday looks like, could you tell me? Or are you a fly by the seat of your pants type of person? And I know there's some people who fly that flag. I just want to be, you know, I just, listen, I'm telling you, you will be treading water for a long time if you don't find order in your life. Order reveals priority. We have to be able to, I don't care if it's on post-it notes, index cards, or a journal, what, you have to be able to communicate to yourself and hopefully to other people who depend on you. These are the things that are most important in my week. This is what my day looks like. This is what my month looks like. Uh, If you can't do that, you will be very reactionary, and only the things that appear to be urgent will get your attention. What are the things that are most essential? Sit down and map out the non-negotiables in your life. When is practice? What days do I have meetings? What services do we attend on the weekend? The reason why I leave that one in there is because too often the first thing to go is church attendance or volunteering on a team. I'm a children's pastor, or I was a children's pastor, forgive me, I think I'll always be that in my mind. Um, the first thing that would go with people was their volunteering. I mean, I had people that would serve like once a month, and life was just too busy, I just can't come here once a month and serve. So I'm telling you this, if you cut out the things of God for other things, even though those things may seem really important, urgent, or pressured from the rest of the kids in the school, and you want God to bless your family, you are delusional. God, I'm going to cut you out or church out or tithing out or serving out, but please bless my house. God's like, based on what, right? You are going to have to look at your days, weeks, and months and see where the tension will be and where there will be downtime. God put rest in the days of creation because he modeled for us rest is good if there is no downtime you are too busy and you are tiptoeing in the waters of sinning against god he did not put you on this earth to be busy but to be effective i know people i've worked for people who love to say how busy they are busy 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 on to the next thing on the next thing really are you really that busy or are you giving the impression you are that busy are you wasting time? Are you piddling time away? Or are you really that important to the function of this world 
that you are so busy. Re- Listen, rest is good. It happened in creation. needs to happen in your life. Question number four, where should I budget my time? You need to Dave Ramsey your time. Give it envelopes. Give it categories. Give it funnels. Where does this need to go? Right? Seems similar to the above, but it's not the same. You budget in your life. Most of your money goes to what? House and rent payments. Like where you live, the structure of your dwelling, generally speaking, gets the lion's share of your money. And then maybe it's electricity and, and other things. And if you're you know, responsible. Maybe you cut cable. If I can't afford, you know, I want my kids to have shoes more than I want to have the NFL, you know, Sunday ticket, you know, whatever. If most of your money is going to material possessions or going out, then you, you more than likely you live with your parents or you really desire to move back in with them because that's not where a responsible person spends their money. You budget your time. Where are you going to be intentional with your wife and children? Budget your time. Who do you need to say no to? You might not be able to play in four different basketball leagues and have a live fantasy sports draft. And, you know, and I don't think those things are bad. And I think a lot of guys use their families as an excuse to not do things with other people. But there are some people who just refuse to grow up when it comes to that. So where should I budget my time? Again, I know some people think it is the unpardonable sin to have their kid miss a game, practice, or tournament. Listen, who is in charge of your house? Well, if we teach our kids to quit things or they're not committed, we signed them up beginning of the season. And Sure, sure, but you have quit the other things. You are saying this commitment is the absolute most commitment in your If you were to boil it down to the most important commitment in your life, we're going to say it's Jesus, okay? We're going to assume you're a Christian, so we're going to say Jesus. Number two is your wife, okay? Is this schedule, is this season, is this whatever hurting your marriage? Well, I think we're, you know, no, is it? Be honest. Is it really the most beneficial thing for your kid or is it good for your social status? Well, I want them to have friends, right? You can have friends and not live at the field every night of the week. Listen, I I will full uh, disclosure here. We had our kids miss this last season. We had our kids miss the end of the soccer year in the tournament. Now, we had a a team, we were coaching younger kids, so their season ended a little bit earlier, but my my daughter's seasons went like a month longer, maybe even longer than that, but so like a month longer. And so we had them miss the tournament, and, and we just basically quit. Okay. And I don't, I'm not, we're not quitters. I want you to know that we have, we fight really hard to develop grit in our life, but we realized enough is enough. They're not going to be a Mia Ham. Okay. Their team will exist without them. And listen, two things happened when we had our kids miss the tournament and the rest of the season. Number one, my kids literally never said another word about the soccer and we didn't talk about it. We took the camping chairs out. We took the Gatorade out, whatever. And you know what we did instead? We took a family trip. We went to Wisconsin. We got in the car and we drove to Wisconsin and had a great time, ate a bunch of food, went to a like a water park, and we had a great time as a family. And number two, we were no longer slaves to the schedule. They were no longer listen, if you found out you had an incurable disease, but your kid has a game at six, I think you would go, you know what? I need to go to the doctor. Right? And we felt like um to get some health, we needed to get to the doctor. The doctor was, we needed family time. We needed car rides together. We need to go to different restaurants together. We need to not live gold, eat goldfish crackers every night, right? We needed something different. Number five, in this season, what does my family need most from me? Listen, there are times where you're going to say, spiritually, I need to step up. Financially, I need to step up. You know, emotionally, I need to be present. I need to, you know, what, what does your family need most from you right now in this season? You might be the coach or the chauffeur, but that is not the most important role in your life. What do they need most from you and are you providing it? When God looked at creation, he looked at each item and the thing before and after it would benefit from one another. 
We all benefit from light. We all benefit from the sun. I don't necessarily benefit from a rhino, but the rhino needed all these other things. Like everything needed everything. And so when God finally created man and then he created rest, everything benefited from everything. So what does your family need most from you? How can they benefit from you and your presence and the value you're at that you add? Does your daughter have a big day coming up and you feel you need to be more interested in that? I'll never forget sitting with some people. And the youth pastor mentioned about homecoming coming up and different schedules and the homecoming court and the game, et cetera. And one of the pastors at the, the, the table where I was sitting had a daughter that was involved in the homecoming court. or so. It was definitely her homecoming. I know that. And I think her boyfriend as well. And the, the guy there said, yeah, I really don't get involved in those things. Oh, like big moments in time in your daughter's life? Like her, her boyfriend, you might want to get involved with who she's dating. And you know, that, yeah, absolutely. That, but the, because their kingdom was somewhere totally different. Their priority was somewhere totally different. And that was revealed in that conversation. Does your son have something that he wants you to see or help him with? Like they do does, like when you come home, like, are you ready to do that? What does your family need most from you right now? Does your wife just need to have an adult conversation? Are there things in your life that are going to implode if you do not address them and you have just been ignoring them or blowing them off? What does your family need most from you? What did creation need? Creation needed God to speak it into existence and give it a purpose. Your family will need you to do the same thing. I'm going to speak health into my family. I'm going to give purpose to my family. I'm going to be incredibly present with my family. Then you see, when you look at at the creation account from the lens of application, we're going to see that the order in our life, organization and process and and planning and, and putting things in the right order really does reveal where our priorities are at or who should get the lion's share of our attention, who needs more energy from us, who needs more uh, time with us, right? And what are we willing to fight for? So let's go back to those questions real quick. Five questions. Question one, are the most important things in your life coming first? Question number two, what season of life are we in? Number three, how does my day, week, and month look? Number four, where should I budget my time? And number five, in this season, what does my family need most from me? So men, Thank you for listening. I would love for you to connect with Pursuit of Manliness on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of them are at Pursuit Manliness. At YouTube, it's The Pursuit of Manliness. And of course, if you go to iTunes, leave a review. That would be incredibly appreciated. I appreciate all you men that have done that. So thanks for listening. And let's keep raising the standard on what it means to be men of God.